WFMP, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling groovy. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition. I'm Wendy Kate Stancer. I'm a registered nurse, and I'm here with Cassie Weenus, registered dietitian. Welcome to the show, Cassie. Thank you, Wendy. See you rubbing your hands oh, there. It's a little like, chilly even in the studio this morning, it isn't is it? It's cold in here. We should walk in here first because we meet an hour ahead of time, turn the heat up, and then yeah. we'd be better. But... Or do some jumping jacks. Do some we jumping do that jacks, too on break. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, good morning. Good morning to my two favorite gluten-free fans back home, too. Riley, my four-year-old. Rissy, my two-year-old. They're listening right now on our last show before Christmas. Can you believe that? Last show before Christmas, we're going to be talking about how to have delicious gluten-free holidays. Delicious gluten-free holidays. Wow. Uh, Before we begin that conversation, uh, you've probably already noticed that Dar is not at uh, the mic today. And we really want to thank her for all the hard work of bringing this show every week, 56 times a year, week after week, all year long. And it's such a privilege to bring life-changing information to our listeners every week. And we know, we know, don't we, Cassie, Mm -hmm. how much time and how much research goes into every single show. On our conference call on Thursday, Dar said she spends three evenings a week preparing and doing research for the show. You and I kind of did the same thing this week, didn't we? Yes, but she works more hours at Nutritional Weight and Wellness than we do. So I always sympathize. I'm glad she had the week off from the radio show. So we hope that she's having a great day off. Yes, yes. And like you said, a huge thank you to her. Not only does she work hard to bring this show to all of us here in the Twin Cities area, she just recently got Dishing Up Nutrition on iTunes. And in the short time this radio show has been on iTunes, she said we have 1,100 subscribers. So for those of you who might be listening via iTunes right now and who live out of state, I just want to let you know that we do individual phone consults nationwide, and that's really a growing piece of our business. So if you have some health concerns and you feel like you need individualized help, living out of state does not have to be a deterrent. And if you want to learn more about phone consultations, you can call the St. Paul office. That number is 651-699-3438. So... Thanks again, Dar. I'm sure you're finishing your Christmas shopping today and hopefully sleeping in. She said she might get up to listen to the show, and I said, oh, you know, just sleep in. You can listen to it on Sunday evening. So Yeah, you can get it on iTunes later on. And, and Cassie, you and I are both testaments uh, to how much nutritional weight and wellness has changed our lives and improved our health. Absolutely. And as we're doing, as we're talking about gluten-free today, a lot of people might not know exactly what that means. It's a big topic. We're going to do the best we can to make it simple for people and also to give some examples like you and I both have. For instance, eight years ago, I brought my husband to Cedar and he had suffered from stomach pain, stomach aches. And as a little boy growing up in the suburbs of Boston, he had severe constipation and he couldn't eat his dinner. He would come to 
the dinner table sick and with his stomach hurting. So his mom would give him cereal and mm. milk because he couldn't eat his supper. Now, we know now that's the worst that, thing right. that she could have done. But, but she, isn't that what a, milk toast, you know, whenever yep, we were sick. Yep. I remember that when I was a kid. Yeah. But it wasn't until he was 60 years old that we found he had a gluten sensitivity. And now for the past uh, eight years, he's been able to live without stomach pain. Can you imagine? Many, many years with, yeah, unneeded pain. And these these kind of symptoms, you know, often go undiagnosed, which we're going to repeat Absolutely. several times in the yes. show today. But Yes. And I'm so thankful, just as you said, you're thankful to be working at Nutritional Weight and Wellness for many reasons. But um, the big one that relates today is my son, Riley, who suffered with... And yeah. he's how old? He's four now. Just turned four a couple weeks ago. Oh, happy birthday, happy Riley. Happy birthday, yeah. Um, he had gastroesophageal reflux, GERD, from day one. I mean, I remember the first day in the hospital noticing that he was not comfortable. And wasn't working here at Nutritional Weight and Wellness yet, so let the doctors put him on antacids very young in life. And after he turned one, it seemed to subside, and we were able to get him off of medications. But when he turned two... It started rearing its head again, this awful reflux. And I mean, we're up at night, rocking all night, not getting sleep. He's crying in pain. And the doctors just wanted to keep dosing up his meds more and more and more. And I just knew that wasn't right, that something was really wrong here. So long story short, um, with the help of Dar and doing some stool testing out of a lab that I know Dar really put some faith in that's out of Texas, we found that he has celiac and we caught it very early, and I'm so thankful because we're going to, you know, miss a lot of damage that could have occurred. And something that you might not know, Wendy, we then got pretty much the whole household tested, and his little sister, Rissy, has celiac too. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. Which, you know, it felt like another weight <clears throat> on my shoulders when I got those test results back, and yet in the next breath, I thought, Riley has a partner in all of this, and he grinned when I told him. That oh, his sister did. cannot have gluten either. Okay. You know, you don't want it to just be you. Yeah. But what is celiac disease? Celiac disease, you know, you can think of it as a digestive disorder, um, if you want to think in simple terms, but it's an autoimmune disorder. Autoimmune meaning your body is attacking itself. And so with celiac, why I say it's more a digestive disorder is because your body, every time you ingest gluten, and it can be the teeniest Doesn't need to be very much, does it? Little speck that maybe you and I can't even see um, can cause this reaction where your body attacks itself and your body attacks the small intestine. And your small intestine is your tube of life. That's where everything goes on. You're breaking down foods there. You're absorbing foods there. So you can imagine... That if you're harming that whole tube of life over a period of time, you're going to become malnourished. Exactly. And, and suffer from a lot of uh, chronic illnesses that we're going to be talking about. So we both eat gluten-free, and we would like to help our listeners who already know they are gluten-sensitive uh, to have, what was that, a delicious Delicious, gluten-free, gluten yes. And those that might suspect that they might have a gluten-sensitivity, and maybe we have people out there that... Uh, might be having some of the conditions we're going to be talking about today. Okay. So, you know, to question whether this might be what's mm -hmm. causing um, their chronic fatigue or their psoriasis or yeah, things like that. 
as we know that they often go undiagnosed for many years, as my husband, uh, you know, 55 55 years. 55 years. And I think the average from, I remember talking to the Celiac um, Foundation, is they said 7 to 11 years people are seeing doctors and uh, trying to get an answer before they finally get diagnosed. Mm. And that's a lot of years of suffering, if you ask me. Right, Cassie? Absolutely. You know, um, I feel so fortunate that we found Riley's at an early age and Rissy's. Now, she didn't have... I, I, and, Rissy's, Rissy's, and Rissy's how old? Two. Two. Okay. And looking two. back, I, I could do a whole show just on some of her odd symptoms that totally make sense now. Okay. But it wasn't that night after night up rocking her crying like it was with Riley. So, what kind of symptoms did uh, Rissy have? Well, when she was two weeks old, she had explosive diarrhea. We ended up in children's emergency room. Um, and we kind of got through that, and and but from there went to a formula that was Nutramogen. So it's just the very elemental because she wasn't tolerating anything else. Um, she had what I believe was the the dermatitis form of gluten sensitivity at one time on her hands, you know, and just the itchy, itchy, and you could see the red bumps. Yep. But it it only lasted a week. Um, she had a lot of large, loose stools. And I know the daycare ladies would complain to me about having to change these stools. And I attributed it to her eating a lot of fiber, and maybe that was a piece of it. But now that her stools have really normalized, I see where that was a bit the gluten. So that's kind of... And she was very, very, very colicky till almost a year old, okay. even on that special formula. I see. Yep. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I could certainly... It didn't surprise me, I guess I, I should say. But, you know, you talk about your husband going undiagnosed for 55 years. And like I said, I'm so fortunate I've caught my kids early. And yet I, I get so discouraged. We were at Riley's four-year checkup, and I tried out a new doctor here a couple of weeks ago for his four-year checkup. And I guess I should have known better. And I went in, and I didn't have the documentation showing that he had celiac. And she refused to believe me. And there were a few blood tests that I wanted done, vitamin D for one, just things that I wanted to be sure he was getting enough of because his nutrients right because with autoimmune diseases we know there can be some nutrient deficiencies and she would not run these tests for me and you know what she did she kept showing me the growth curve and she had the little asterisks where riley was 95th percentile and he's always been there i'm 510 his or his dad's 64 he's always been big but she kept saying to me he does not have celiac you will not see a kid show up on the growth curve here that has celiac well, if we wait seven to 10 years and let him really get damaged, then probably his growth would be stunted is what I'm thinking to myself. But exactly. Chris didn't say that to her. Exactly. So um, uh, so we want people out there to have more information. That's one of the, uh, the big things that we want to do today. Have more information about whether uh, you're gluten sensitivity, sensitive or not. But the other thing we want to share, because uh, Cassie and I both have uh, been doing this for a while now, is we have lots of recipes in our cookbook and on our website. So uh, we'll be sharing those when we get back from break. It's time for our first break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company with expertise in gluten-free living. Did you know that celiac disease is more prevalent today than it was in the 1950s? We're going to find out why that is when we come back. Cassie has some research with us for us. Um, and if you'd like to join our topic today or have some questions on gluten-free, uh, call the studio at 
1071. We'll be right back. FM 107.1. Laugh along. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Cassie Wienis, registered dietitian, and I'm here this morning with Wendy Cates Dancer, registered nurse and nutrition counselor. And if you're just joining our conversation, we're talking about how to enjoy the holidays this year, gluten-free style. Now, when we went to break, Wendy mentioned the fact that celiac disease is more common today than it was in the 1950s, and I want to expand on that a little bit. There's new research that was just published this last summer. The research comes out of Mayo Clinic right here in Rochester, Minnesota, and what they found by comparing blood samples of people from the 1950s with people of the same age living today is that celiac disease is four times more prevalent than in the 1950s. Wow. Isn't that something? Because 1950s was not that long ago, four times more prevalent. And likely, like with anything, there are several factors playing a role here. But one proposed reason for this increase in celiac disease, and one that I certainly would put my money on, is that we are eating more gluten than in years past. Well, absolutely we are. And we know they've genetically modified the wheat grain in the last 50 years to have 50% more gluten. Why? Because we like light, fluffy bread. Exactly. It's called the 50-50 rule. So 50 years ago, a kernel of wheat had 50% less gluten than it does today. But through hybrid and genetic modifying, they have changed that. Not to mention the fact that we are consuming more processed products, more cereal bars. When we changed our breakfast, our breakfast is total gluten for most people. Cereal, Cereal, toast, toast. pancakes, waffles. Um, absolutely. And our serving sizes. I have to tell a quick story about the birthday party we had for Riley and we went to space aliens and I called ahead and I went and visited the staff all about gluten-free before we went there. And then I brought in my own cake and I know viewers can't see me, but you know, I'm cutting cake slices for adults that are probably, you know, an inch and a half by an inch and a half. And the two tables next to us in the birthday party room we're cutting these ginormous slices of cake, and I just was flabbergasted. I'm like, and you I bet you wanted to run right over there and, and ask if anybody had symptoms, right? Grab it away, yeah. So, just what does gluten free mean, and why do many of us need to eat gluten free? I think it's about thirty percent of the population now. Mm-hmm. Um, and better yet, what is gluten? So gluten is actually a protein that's found in certain grains such as wheat, rye, barley, oats, felt, and, and kamut. And as many as 29% of the population has a gluten sensitivity and are unable to digest this protein. And this causes a variety of health issues. Absolutely. And do you know, one of the researchers out of Mayo, when I was looking up that recent research, Dr. Joseph Murray, he said he speculates that for every one person walking around diagnosed, there are 30 walking around undiagnosed. And symptoms can really vary. And we kind of mentioned that before, but I want to talk about some more symptoms. Maybe it's just awful gas and bloating that somebody's having. That could be gluten sensitivity. Stomach pains. Maybe it's diarrhea. Maybe it's the other end of the spectrum. Maybe it's constipation, like with um, Wendy's husband when he was a child. Weight loss, or it could be weight gain that is unexplained. So either way, fatigue, edema, which is swelling, um, 
water retention, very dry skin, unexplained anemia. I've had one of those clients recently taking lots of iron tablets, can't get her iron levels up. It's celiac disease, bone or joint pain, fertility problems. Sometimes that is an undiagnosed gluten sensitivity and emotional symptoms are very common as well. Depression, irritability, mood swings, or maybe it's just a, an inability to concentrate that is really debilitating. Right. And we know that in 100%, 100% of autoimmune uh, diseases, the person has a gluten sensitivity. Mm-hmm. In children, Cassie, you already told us a lot of symptoms, but they often experience delayed growth, behavior problems, including ADD, ADHD, skin rashes, dark circles under their eyes, and mm-hmm. allergies. Mm-hmm. But we have a caller, Cassie. Yes. So, um, Tom? Good morning. How are you? Great. How are you? I'm doing good, thank you. Good. Thanks for bringing... Are we on the air now? We yes. are on the air, Tom. And you have a great radio voice, by the way. Oh, well, thank you. So do you. Well, oh, you do. thanks. <laughs> I'm so glad you guys brought this up because I've been battling something here for the last few years, and I finally put my finger on what's been causing me to feel so lethargic. I mean, this really common, common symptom that so many people share, and they can't figure out what it is. Yeah. And I had my thyroid zapped about three years ago. Uh-huh. And ever since that time thinking that it was probably the medication I was on, I never changed my diet. And I was having symptoms like being tired for two, three days at a time, but my diet never changed. You know, it would be the breakfast burrito in the morning, a nice foot-long sub at noon, and then come home and stuff myself with a pizza. Oh, yeah. yeah. And, and the next day, I felt like I would rather uh, not even be around. I mean, literally, just like I didn't want to get out of bed. It, I felt that terrible. Yeah. I couldn't think straight. I couldn't focus. So I went and got tested for celiacs, and they said it, uh, I didn't have that. But in the last year, I've stayed away from gluten, and I cannot believe the difference. Oh, thank yeah. you for in that, In the last Paul. year, I just want to interject something for those who feel these kind of symptoms right. and, and haven't changed their diet. Although once in a while, I'll cheat a little bit. I'll, I'll see a little something that I just have to have a little bite of. What will happen within a couple of hours is my eyes will become very swollen. I can't see straight. Wow. Yeah, and... and I don't have the stomach or the intestinal problems that you're discussing, but I have a very, it's almost like a poison, like I'm slowly poisoning my system to where I can't think straight, I can't see straight, and I just want to lay down and sleep because it just wipes all the energy out of me. Huh. Now, does this sound like something or some of these symptoms that celiac disease can produce? Um, well, absolutely, uh, Tom. Uh, the problem with, uh, with diagnosing uh, celiac disease or gluten sensitivity. Now, you might not have full-blown celiac disease, but okay. you can definitely have uh, gluten sensitivity. The tests are highly inaccurate. You know, that's why we do the, uh, the stool test uh, okay. by Enterolab in, sure. in Texas. And so most people, including Tom O'Brien, who uh, is our gluten expert, and we uh, go to conferences with him every fall, um, says that... Um, uh, you know, these tests really are highly inaccurate, and the best thing to do is exactly what you did, to just go off of it, yep. and if you feel better, voila. voila. Oh, it's, it's amazing, the difference. And It is, isn't it? it? It's kind of tough. You know, last night we had a little uh, pre-Christmas party at the relatives, and they had pizza and pasta and everything I was raised on. But I think back to when I was little, that was my diet, and yeah. I couldn't think straight. I wondered why ah. I'd be on the sporting team, and I'd gaze ah. off into the distance and wouldn't focus and, you know... <laughs> 
I yeah. really think a lot of this ADD people are talking about these yes, days could I be related to the diet and the poison we're giving our kids. Amen. I agree. I agree. Isn't that something? I that mean, is something. Sad. Something as innocent as bread. Right. Yes. Right. And yeah, and like I, I always say, you know, I was so thankful when we got Riley's diagnosis and that reflux went away. And yet you just can't, there's nothing that makes up for that loss that you feel. And I'm sorry, I missed the beginning of the program. Who was Riley? Is that a oh, child? Oh, I'm sorry. That's my son. Okay. That's and how my, old is he? He's four. Did he have a lot of symptoms growing up? or as, you know, um, from, from baby on, he had really bad reflux. Oh. That was his symptom. And it was, it was uh, celiac. It's celiac, yep. Yep. Unbelievable. Well, I'm going to let another caller jump in here, but thank you so much for bringing this to light because I think the more people just, if they could take a day or two away from gluten. Yes. I'm going to start wearing anti-gluten t-shirts. Yeah. Because hey, I, I'll buy one <laughs> There you go. <laughs> it's changed my life completely, and I think if people would just open their eyes to a little bit, they might see a big difference. Tom, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for sharing your story with us. I appreciate it. And and happy holidays. Oh, okay. What so, a great point. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So it's time for, I'm getting the signal, time for another break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Before we break, I do want to remind listeners that if they have some last-minute gifts that they still have to buy this year, we have a few days before Christmas, they can give the gift of great health by going to our website and purchasing a gift certificate from Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Gift certificates can be purchased for any dollar amount and used for one-on-one nutritional counseling, for one of our classes, our weight and wellness series, or our new Living the Weight and Wellness uh, Way courses, just go to weightandwellness.com. You'll see the word, word gift certificate in the upper left-hand corner, and with a few clicks of your computer mouse, you could have all of your holiday shopping done. Isn't that great? Oh, we don't have to yeah. go out and, and in the crowds Battle today. Battle the crowds. So you can purchase, or you could purchase excuse me, my voice, a gift certificate by calling our St. Paul office at 651-699-3438. We'll be right back with Dishing Up Nutrition. Living life out loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Why hit the snooze when you can laugh along? Ian and Marjorie. John Edwards, the update is now there are legal documents to tell us what we already knew. John Edwards is probably the father of Francis Quinn Hunter, had you read that? No. Yeah. So even though he's not admitting that he's the father. Right. So what? He, yeah. didn't, he won't admit he's a jerk face. <laughs> Big deal. Okay. He looks himself every day in the mirror. He still can't come to that. So no big surprise. He can't admit he's the father. Ian and Marjorie. Weekday mornings from 6 to 10 on FM 107.1. Laugh along. FM 107.1. Laugh along. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us on this cold December morning as we discuss how to enjoy the holidays this year without gluten. And if you want to join the conversation or have questions or comments, the number here is 651-641-1071. And I would just like to, before we went on break, we were talking to Tom, who called in and said he was he was actually tested for whether he had celiac disease, and, and he did not have it. And yet then, after several years of feeling miserable, uh, no energy, achy, thyroid, um, 
not able to concentrate. Problems, not able to concentrate. Even as a little kid, he decided to go gluten-free, and he did, Mm -hmm. and he basically got his life back. And we (laughs) see that over and over again, don't we, Cassie? So these vague symptoms can, you know, uh, in our doctors, again, unfortunately, uh, you know, aren't well uh, versed on this, and and, and our tests are not that accurate. Right, right. But I want to say something about thyroid because we're seeing so many problems with thyroid. And as Dr. Tom O'Brien told us, the thyroid is the gland that's the protein is most like the protein in gluten. So our body is attacking our thyroid. Oh, see, I wasn't at his conference. this. Yeah. So so we're seeing a lot of thyroid issues. Hyper. Interesting. uh, Often going to hypothyroid. So. If you have a thyroid condition out there, you really want to question, um, is it the thyroid? You know, like yeah. Tom was saying, he thought it was his thyroid at the at the same time he was eating, um, you know, the foot long. Yep. Um, and we know how much bread is in there, the pizza. You oh, might want to wow. consider um, going without uh, gluten for um, a couple weeks, two to three weeks, I think. Yeah. So Yeah, and be strict about it because, you know, for some people, if you... Do it for five days and then cheat on the weekend. You're really not going to feel that resolve of your symptoms. So just make that commitment for three weeks and see if you don't feel better. Exactly. And then to notice, the other thing I'd just like to say about what Tom said is is now even has a little bit and his eyes react. And that happens to me, too. You know, uh, if I have some something over things, you know, like I did this actually at Thanksgiving. Yep. And I suffered with my allergies for a week and a half before I got back on track. So, And you thought this is not worth it. No, it is definitely not worth it. So we have lots of callers here. All so right. I'm going to reach over here and push the button. Susan? Suzanne. Oh, yes. Suzanne. Sorry. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Yes. Thank you. Did you have a question or a comment for us? Yes, I had a question because my granddaughter has all these symptoms. And Ah. I wondered if breastfeeding and breast milk had any protective factors because she did get breast milk for their full first year. And after she went off breast milk, the symptoms worsened. Do you have any information about that? Cassie, I'm going to let you answer that one since you're closest to that. Well, I know, um, you know, from Thomas O'Brien, like Wendy called him, our expert on gluten sensitivities, he does state that breast milk can be protective, um, but it might just be that it kind of delays the onset. And it could very well be, you know, a lot of people with celiac disease also have a dairy intolerance. And so maybe it's that after a year of breastfeeding and now the child is having dairy as well as gluten, when you look at cow's milk, that protein molecule is eight times larger than that that is in the mother's milk. And so if people have a hard time digesting dairy, um, switching over to that cow's milk could worsen those symptoms. If that's a piece of the celiac. What are the symptoms, Suzanne? Suzanne, are you still with us? Yes. What are the symptoms that um, your grandchild is having? Uh, a lot of reflux and then a lot of belly aches and just pain, pain, pain with the belly. 
after eating something that didn't agree with her. And then uh, loose um, diarrhea stools yes. as well. Yes. And that one, and on she had an endoscopy and all these procedures mm-hmm. and the celiac test. It was inconclusive. Um, a lot of allergy tests. So there are things that she does stay away from based on that. But she still gets this every now and again. And she even got to a point of losing some weight. Yes. You know, I, and this is my personal opinion, and maybe Wendy wants to chime in, I would strongly recommend that you go through this Entero lab that we mentioned out of Texas that does stool testing, because for me, I needed to spend the money and do that rather than experiment. It's one thing I feel to experiment as an adult, mm-hmm. but to take all those gluten pieces away from a child, I feel that most people are going to be more strict and stick with it if they have a confirmation, and, and that's what I needed was the confirmation that Riley could not handle gluten, and then I could face him at three and a half years old and say, no, I'm sorry, you cannot have that because it hurts your tummy. Um, yeah. And if you want more information on Entero Lab, we can send you out a packet. Just call the office at 651-699-3438. And I don't know if you have a different take on that, Wendy, but... It's no, I don't. I think it, uh, you know, uh, we do know that that Interilab is like, I think it's 98% uh, percent mm-hmm. accurate. Right. Uh, so I think that would be a good thing to do, Suzanne, for um, okay. for your granddaughter. Thanks for the information. Oh, you're welcome. And thanks for the call. Great call. And something I want to say in regards to that call, Wendy, if I can, you know, when you think about this um, endoscopy and testing that way, if we're talking about really young kids and trying to catch it young, the the villus atrophy, the, the harming of the intestinal tract hasn't probably happened in large amounts yet. That intestinal tract is really long. Yeah, 26 so, feet. So maybe one small portion is damaged in a one-year-old because we haven't well, that, given it seven years, right? Well, it, well, and adults, too. And adults, I mean, too, you, absolutely. If they get the wrong spot, you know. Absolutely. This, so so I, the stool testing. Okay, so we'll take another caller. Yes. And this is Phyllis. Phyllis, welcome to the show. Hi, Phyllis. Are you there? Phyllis, I'm here. Okay. Oh, this program is great. Um, I've been celiac for 20 years. Uh Uh-huh. And I just want to comment on um, someday your four-year-old little one is going to thank you because of all these healthy years that he's lived. Um, I went out to, now I'm going to probably get a lot of people's horns really flying here <laughs> with my comment, but oh. I went to North Dakota in November to a celiac conference. Yes, yes and in because, Fargo. Because I um, have been on the strict diet for 20 years, and I'm very, 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 did I say very strict. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't learn a whole lot, but I was reinforced. Um, One-eighth of a teaspoon of gluten can send somebody's intolerance flying. Yes. Yep. One eight. Thank you. That tells me nobody should be taking the communion wafer. Right. Ah, absolutely. That little teeny bit can be enough to damage you for quite some time, and there you are trying to heal yourself. So that's my comment, and um, I know a lot of people don't agree with it. They might just pinch off a piece and get the rest of the wafer to a family member and just say, I'll just take a pinch. A pinch is an eighth of is a It's too much. Yep. And yep. Dr. And Thomas. how about just taking a blessing? Yep. Yeah. 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 Well, right. That's, that's it. And, hey, can't we just be um, rewarded with blessings? 
Absolutely, Phyllis. A blessing is almost celiac. I mean, we are eating much more healthy. Oh, good. My friends will comment on when I go to a potluck and I am scared to death of even the spoons that might cross-contaminate. And they say, oh, my goodness, you, Phyllis, my goodness, goodness. And I say, I want to live a few more years. Yes. (laughs) This disease can kill you. Yeah. 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 Oh, Phyllis, that's uh, thank you. And so, what do, what do you take to the potluck, Phyllis? Delight to have you on. Thank you for spreading the word. Okay, that's oh, very good. So, didn't catch um, thank you so much, Phyllis, Wonderful. and blessings to you and okay. happy holidays. Yeah, you know. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Yes, Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. you. Merry Christmas. What a wonderful point. And I, I think you know, being Catholic myself. A lot of churches are going to work with you to do a, a non-gluten wafer. So. Absolutely. So it's time for another break. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Our topic this morning is gluten-free holidays. And we were just talking about how, uh, well, actually we weren't. We'll get back to that. But we want to talk when we come back about uh, how processed gluten-free foods uh, really create a lot of inflammation because of how much sugar uh, is in those foods. Right, so right. Stay, stay tuned, tuned and we'll get to that when we come back from break. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. Welcome back. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Cassie Wienis, registered dietitian. I'm here today with Wendy Kate Stancer, registered nurse and nutrition counselor. The hour is just flying by. Way if, too fast. Oh, we have so much more to say. If you're just joining us, we're talking about how to enjoy the holidays this year, gluten-free style. And our fearless leader, Dar, called me a couple days ago at the office, and she said, I want you to ask the listeners this question. Ask how many of you listeners would ever sit down and eat 16 sugar cubes in one sitting? Would you ever do that? And as she said that, I'm visualizing that thinking, oh, gross. Well, probably many of you have at some point in your life. I have. 16 sugar cubes is about the amount of sugar that's in many 20-ounce bottles of soda. So if you've ever had a bottle of Coca-Cola or maybe Mountain Dew is your vice, then you've downed 16 sugar cubes in one sitting. Now, that is a lot of sugar. You know, and I have a a client that recently went gluten-free, and she said to me, if I do a lot of sugar, you know, she's gluten-free now, so she's feeling better, but if I do a lot of sugar, the heartburn comes back, regardless of the the gluten piece. So, which is which is a huge part of this show that we want to uh, talk about is that what is the gluten-free uh, food that they have in the stores now. I mean, you can get gluten-free mm-hmm. cookies, you can get gluten-free bread, gluten-free pizza crust, gluten-free pasta. Uh, but the problem is is that most of this is very very high in sugar. Uh, they try to make it taste good by adding sugar to say nothing of the fact you know, that it's made from rice and potato starch loaded Mm -hmm. with empty, high-sugar calories. Mm -hmm. So what's going to happen, Wendy, if these gluten-free clients go to the holidays with a big plate of the gluten-free cookies they just baked or take some gluten-free bread? If you overdo it on these processed gluten-free foods and or, you know, eat gluten, it's like all those Christmas cookies look so good. We know how tempting that is. And what happens is these symptoms often quickly return. Digestive issues are common, the gas, bloating, heartburn, diarrhea. And for me, 
If I eat gluten, I suffer from my allergies for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. My nose runs and my sinuses scream. It's not worth eating the gluten uh, or the sugar. So what right. do we do, Cassie? Right. Um, we start getting back to real foods, which is And we make a plan. Yes. We make a plan. And we have a couple wonderful places you can go. The first place is our website, weightandwellness.com. And last week on our show, Dar and B. James gave out many gluten-free holiday recipes. Uh, They're on our website. Just go to weightandwellness.com and uh, click on radio show, and then you click on recipes. And I think all of the recipes uh, there are gluten-free. Most I'm pretty of them, sure they are. I know. Maybe I'm trying to think all, through all of them think that I'm thinking of, them are, are but yeah, um, if not all, I'd say 99%. And they're delicious. They're tried and true. I and mean, we've all food. tasted them. And real food. And right, the other right. place that we would like to mention, we love this place, don't we, Cassie? Oh. We've all been there. It's Mad Woman Food Bakery and, food, and, and Foodery at 4747 Nicollet Avenue South in Minneapolis. Yes. Mad Woman Foods. The phone number there is 612-825-6680. And they have wonderful food that they make with nutritious. They don't just throw in rice and potato starch. They, uh, even though it costs a lot more money, they put in almond flour. They use way low sugar, which has one quarter of the glycemic uh, load that regular sugar does. And so you can get a piece of pumpkin pie mm-hmm. for 17 net carbs mm-hmm. or a piece of birthday cake for seven, 16 to 18 net yes. carbs. And, and they're wonderful. They're delicious. I take them to my family gatherings. Yep. And they're all prepared for Christmas there, aren't they, Cassie? Didn't oh, you get some cookies? Oh, for sure. I stopped there December to get Riley's birthday cake and kind of... Got roped in, and I'm glad I did, into buying Christmas cookies. So it saved me a lot of time. I got the Christmas cutouts, and then we just decorated them at home. And they are delicious. I shared them even with the folks at our last Christmas party that could have gluten. And they said those were some of the best cookies they've tasted. And they did such a wonderful job with Riley's birthday cake. I just have to tell them another big thank you. They did a race track per my request, and we put little matchbox cars on it. It was wonderful and tasty and dar was just talking to me about them and you know speaking to your point of planning planning Planning. gluten-free as you know wendy as i know if you don't think ahead you're gonna get caught in a bind so um long story short dar took her grandkids out for an outing the other night to a place that she knew was going to be serving pizza talked to them ahead of time picked up gluten-free pizzas at mad woman foods which again are, are very low carb yep and just had the restaurant prepare them, and everybody was happy. And they have gingerbread people. They have sugar cookies that you can either decorate yourself or that are already decorated. They have peppermint holiday brownies. Oh, I didn't see those. I would have spent more money. Well, it's time for another break, um, and we'll be back in just a minute. When we come back, Cassie will share how you can start the new year off right by jump-starting your metabolism. So don't go away. Living Life Out Loud on FM 107.1. Laugh along. We're back. Now, when we left for break, Wendy said I'd be sharing how you can jumpstart your metabolism in 2010. And I have two options, really. You can either sign up for our class titled Jumpstart Your Metabolism. 
This is really a fun class. It's interactive. It's a great way to learn how to combine real foods in a way that will allow those extra pounds to just melt right off. The Jumpstart Your Metabolism class is being taught early in January in White Bear Lake, St. Paul, Wyzetta, and Woodbury. And if you want to sign up, visit our website at weightandwellness.com or call 651 651- Six nine nine three four three eight, and this would be a wonderful gift. Yes, this you could it? get somebody a gift certificate of this class, and I believe it's twenty five dollars. The class I've never heard it cost more than that, so I'm I'm sure so the price is the same. Great Christmas present, a very unique um, Christmas gift gift. And the second option to get your new year off to a healthy start is to sign up for our popular weight and wellness series of classes. Classes for this six-week series start the week of January 11th, and we have day and evening classes available, and we're teaching the Weight and Wellness Series at 13 different locations this upcoming year. So you are sure to find a location that works for you. Again, sign up online at weightandwellness.com or call 651-699-3438 to register. Okay, so we hope that all of you decide to honor yourself and your health this Christmas and this holiday season by eating good, nutritious food. If you need to go gluten-free, we didn't get to, it's a huge topic, Uh, call our office. We know our e-newsletter is all about gluten-free. We were just able to start the topic today. Again, call that phone number, 651-699-3438, and get yourself um, put on our e-newsletter. Uh, and we know it takes some thought but it all to go gluten-free or to eat healthy, but it can also be fun and joyful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Decorating deviled eggs, yeah. uh, a tray of lovely olives, pimentos, parsley. Uh, you can decorate eggs with that and take that uh, to your potluck. Again, kids would ha- love to help you arrange a veggie tray and make it look pretty for Christmas. Right, right. And for a treat, how about some berries and whipped cream? And kids love to help them to help make that whipped cream. It's a lot more fun than just scooping it out of the Cool Whip container. Isn't that for sure? And we know that last week Dar talked about her granddaughter Cedar, who is five years old and helps her peel the potatoes. So get your kids involved, make it fun. If you don't have kids, find your own inner child. Yes. And have fun. Uh, with them. Make some gluten-free memories this year. We're actually having an Italian meal on Christmas Eve. I already have my spaghetti squash, my oh, buckwheat soba Italian. noodles, and so you can do anything gluten-free. So remember, Cassie, food can be the problem or it can be the solution, and we want it to be the solution. Happy holidays, everyone. Life, I love you.